Thanks for listening to this podcast on the Lawn Care Radio Network. My name is Brian Horn. I'm with Lawn and Landscape Magazine. Matt McClellan, managing editor of our sister publication, Nursery Management Magazine, spoke with Tim Asimus, Vice President and Director of Digital Innovation with Circle S Studio, a strategic marketing and design firm. The two went uh, into the do's and don'ts at trade shows and how you can be better prepared for the events. Here is their conversation. So, first off, what are some steps that companies can take to make the most out of these events? Uh, well, there there are there are several things that you can do. There's been a lot of talk in the marketing community about the effectiveness of trade shows. Uh, trade show attendance is down. Uh, a lot of companies are maybe excluding them from their marketing strategy. But an a interesting statistic came out in the 2013 B2B Enterprise Content Marketing Report said that 71% of B2B marketers found that in-person events and trade shows were actually their most effective marketing tactic. So I think the disparity is companies that are not properly planning and preparing for trade shows are not seeing results. Companies that are actually going with a plan, with a strategy, um, are seeing a lot of success from trade shows. So they can still be a very effective tactic to have in your marketing plan. So the first thing really is what you said, if you go in without a plan, you're going to sit at an empty booth. And so planning far in advance is definitely the key. And when I say planning, I don't mean registering the booth only. I don't mean booking flights and hotel rooms. I mean literally having a plan, what you're going to do before the show, leading up to the show, what you're going to do during the show. And then probably, perhaps arguably most important, is what you're going to do after the show. And really having a strategy in place to get the most out of your trade show effort. Another thing that, that's very effective is if, if the trade show has speakers, if there's an opportunity to um, present, that is definitely preferred over just having a booth, definitely being a, a thought leader, an expert in your industry, and showcasing your expertise, your knowledge, your products, uh, on a platform, on a stage, behind a microphone, will just work to really help maximize uh, the effectiveness of your booth space. And part of that strategy and the plan that you have is is also identifying your goals. You know, what are you really looking to accomplish from the trade show? Why are you going there? And your answer better not be, well, we've gone there for the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. It needs to be a bigger goal than just, well, we want to increase sales. Tangibly, what are the things that you're looking to accomplish? It may be sales-related objectives, uh, such as generating a certain number of leads or prospects. It may be trying to promote a new a new product or some new line that you have launched. Uh, it might be a little bit of all of those, but you need to determine what your goals are way before you show up on the scene and really just do that in advance and make sure your goals and everything you do is tied back again to that plan, that strategy that that you set out to do. Uh, another good thing to do to maximize your trade show effectiveness is um, not waiting until you actually get to the, the trade show before uh, you start promoting your company. You know, there are folks that do webinars before trade shows to try to get the word out. 
You can also consider some email notifications to maybe some folks you met at the trade show the year before. Could be your own guide to the trade show, what not to miss, sessions you need to attend, what to look for. Talk about maybe some of the things that you might be featuring at the trade show that are interesting. Just anything you can do, utilize social media, your Facebook page, your LinkedIn page, anything you can do to spread the word about your firm, your company, what you're going to be doing at the trade show and kind of generate buzz. And that's kind of what you're going to do before the show. The next thing that's really critical is having a booth that makes an impact. A lot of people really miss the mark when it comes to their booths. And if you think about it, you go to a typical trade show, it is a sea of booths, right? Uh, on either side of crowded aisles, if it's a well-attended trade show, you know, people are coming by and you just have a mere seconds to actually get someone to stop and to be compelled to speak to you, to interact and engage with your booth. So it's really important to have a booth that is really has a powerful visual impact. And then most importantly, the clear messaging, right? People need in those split seconds to be able to understand exactly what you do. So vague language is not going to be helpful. It's like you need your trade show booth almost like billboard advertising. You, you have seconds to grab people and to get them to understand what message you're trying to convey. Booths are the same way. People need definitely to understand and instantly recognize who you are and what you do. Your booth is not to sell your products or your services. That's the job of the booth staff that are there. So you make sure that you've got the right staff in place. So as far as the booth goes, uh, what are some other things that you can do once, once the booth has sort of grabbed their attention? Sure. Well, most importantly with that, you'd want to make your booth space open and inviting. A lot of times, uh, a lot of trade shows, they may by default stick an eight-foot table out front. They don't always do that, but <clears throat> some companies will put up their own tables out front and essentially create a barrier between the booth staff and the attendees of the trade show. And what you want to do is to make your booth space open and inviting, so I would recommend that you not have any tables out front. It's okay to have maybe a brochure stand to, to the side, but you want people to feel like they can enter your booth space and interact with your staff, learn more about your company, your products, services, how you can help them, and make it an appealing place to congregate. You know, if, if, if you're kind of a, across the table, it just sort of sends a signal that, um, you know, that you're, you're not necessarily as inviting as you could be. So you want to try to make the space as, as inviting as possible. Okay, sounds good. So uh, now that the booth is all set up and, and ready to go, uh, what, what's the next step to really uh, having success at a trade show? Well, the next step is, um, and I hinted at this earlier, the next step is to really have an engagement plan. Okay, so you've got a plan for the whole, the whole uh, trade show, but then You've got to have a, a plan for what your booth staff are expected to do, whether it's your marketing employees, whether you're a sole proprietor and you're just it's the, you're the owner of the company. Regardless of who's there, you want to make sure the people that are there are energetic, enthusiastic, and that they came ready to work the booth. You know, so little things like 
working on laptops or iPads or looking at your emails on your phone. And honestly, sitting down is really not a great signal to send. You really want to be standing. You want to be up at the front of the booth space. You want to be interacting and engaging in conversations, right? And you're not just selling, but you're engaging in conversations, asking folks, you know, where they're from, what their business is, what they do, what they came to the trade show looking to get from it. And that will naturally lead to opportunities for you to connect a need that they have and a solution or a product or a service that you can provide to fill, to fill that need. Um, and that's really, really important. So you've got to have the right plan, you've got to have the right booth space, and then you've got to have the right people doing the right things when they're actually at the trade show. Okay. Okay, so uh, we've covered a lot of a lot of the uh, the pre-trade show planning and some steps that uh, our uh, the growers can do to really take action at the trade show. Uh, what can they do after the event to really turn some of their work that they did at the show into sales? Sure, sure. Yeah, so the post-event is really a very critical part, and honestly, it, it's, it gets overlooked a lot. A lot of times people, they might have put a lot of planning into going, they might have really put forth a good effort there, and then they get back, they move on to the next thing on their to-do list, and they kind of forget about the follow-up. But, you know, if, if you've if you've done some sort of contest or promotion or had some kind of giveaway or some other method to really get names and leads or maybe you've just you know you worked the the crowd the right way and got a lot of leads that you came back from you know you need to make sure that you follow up with the attendees the business cards the contacts the leads that you've gotten anyone that has expressed an interest you know you need to make sure that you follow up immediately with those folks when you get back um you know, you don't want to just immediately start selling to them, but you do want to just acknowledge, hey, thanks for stopping by the booth. Thanks for enjoy the conversation. Ideally, you've written down some notes about, you know, maybe some of the key uh, booth of visitors that you got that maybe were very interested in a particular uh, line of your business. Um, follow up with that. Don't be salesy, but just really let them know immediately you appreciated meeting them. Um, and if there was any kind of follow-up that you were expected to give them, give that to them. And, and just be on top of it because when they get back, they move on to life as normal. So every day that you don't follow up is another day they're that much more removed from, from the trade show and they're much more likely to kind of forget about you and what whatever level of interest they had will dwindle over time if you don't. We always recommend to clients <clears throat> to set up a what we call a lead nurturing campaign with email so that um, you kind of send them some regular email touches with helpful, informative information to really just kind of keep that momentum going, to keep your company top of mind. And then lastly, after the show, you want to have what we call a post-mortem uh, debrief with, you know, the management, sales, marketing teams, whoever was involved, and really just take a 360-degree download of the show. What did we do right? What did we do wrong? Where could we improve? Uh, you know, what what can we do better? Um, what what uh, what do we see from competitors that they were doing really well? Um, you know, just anything that you can do to identify areas to basically improve your next trade show. Because obviously, 
you want to continue to improve and you really want to take the lessons learned and kind of come up with a list of action items to really just improve the success of your next trade show. And the reality is you don't have to have the largest trade show booth. You don't have to hire famous celebrities to man the booth. You know, a lot of the gimmicky stuff, it may work for big companies, but people are there at at an industry trade show. They're there to learn. They're there to discover new products, new companies. And so if if what they're looking for is something that your company can provide, then having the right strategy and plan in place, the right booth, the right people, and then the right sort of post-conference follow-up, that will help you be successful with your trade show efforts. Excellent. All right, Tim, thank you so much for uh, appearing sure. on the podcast today. Thanks for having me. Of course. And uh, check out Tim's ebook, A Marketer's Guide to Website Redesign for Maximum Impact. That's available as a free download from Circle S Studios' website. Uh, for that and for more marketing tips and information, visit their site, which is www.circlesstudio.com. Thanks again, Tim, for appearing All on right. the Radio Network. Thanks, Matt.